Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Kelsey. And we're movie critics. JK! JK! <laughs> and we just saw Rebecca! Rebecca! <laughs> I started out with like a Rebecca. Yeah, so we watched the Netflix original, right? It was Netflix. Um, yeah, I think it's a Netflix original or like maybe it was out in theaters in some places, but yeah, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And okay. Did you know that it's based on a novel? <laughs> so I kind of caught that whenever I uh, Googled the synopsis, but uh-huh. otherwise I never would have known that. Really? Okay. I think I, I think I kind of knew that it was maybe based on a book. Um, but then when I heard the first line, I was like, okay, this is from a book. And I've never read the book, so I don't know how I knew this, but the, it's a very famous first line. Last night, I dreamt I went to Manderley again. Oh, <laughs> yes. Manderley. I, I don't know why I know that, but I was like, oh, that's a famous quote. And so, yeah, it's, um, and I have that in my Jackie Facties. It is a bestseller that has never gone out of print so it's like a pride and prejudice like a you know wow yeah which I thought was kind of cool like a Jane Eyre kind of where it's like a soups class that means <laughs> it's <a> classic <laughs> I should have done my research before like give, judging this movie then but I'll just tell you about it in a second but you want me to read the synopsis? yeah give me it <laughs> all right a young newlywed arrives at her husband's imposing family estate on a windswept English coast and finds herself battling the shadow of his first wife, Rebecca, whose legacy lives on in the house long after her death. Very good. Very good. Yes. I was, so I would say that, like, I enjoyed it, like, medium. Like, it was really beautifully shot, and Lily, it stars Lily James and Army Hammer, Hammer, excuse Mm -hmm. me, and they're both so gorge. Toad's Gorge. Toad's Gorge. And so it's really pretty to watch, but I could kind of tell, I was like, I can tell that they're leaving important stuff out or they're like breezing over important things kind of. So I Mm -hmm. was a little bit like wanting more detail about stuff that was going on because they were just breezing over these things. And it was a little bit like, she can't tell what's going on and because it's her new husband and he doesn't want to talk about his first wife and I'm like well make him say something (laughs) yeah well if he's gonna be acting all weird then make him say something you know don't just rush over but I so watching the trailer and then reading the like description I definitely thought it was gonna be like a haunting you know some sort of ghost I even looked to Angela and was like I wonder who plays the ghost like who plays Rebecca (laughs) because you know Lily James and Army Hammer and it sounds like I bet they have someone good and I'm so stupid I mean this isn't a spoiler because I mean it's based on a book like I mean come on I guess it's not really but the whole time it's not a ghost you know yeah it's 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 her presence but it's not it's it's not not a ghost a creepy way it's like even in her death that she was still a very present figure in all the people's lives that worked in the house right and I agree with you that I liked it medium I was kind of into it and wondering what was going to happen but I felt like the plot was all over the place and I I was like I felt like they were trying to jump and you're right you could tell they were kind of leaving important things out now that I know it was based on a book 
Yeah. But I I wasn't super like into one of the characters or I didn't feel that like character development. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'd think I had it figured out and uh, I don't know, it was just it wasn't I wasn't into the story the way that they told it. Yeah, it really it's not it's not like a horror. It's not I mean it's kind of a thriller, but um and it was kind of interesting to me that it was kind of like unpredictable. It was like I don't know where this is going and then mm-hmm. once you kind of did figure out where it was going it's like oh now I don't know what's gonna happen but it was just really it moved too quickly for me and I okay. so then I was looking you know for my Jackie Facties so mm-hmm. okay so the novel is by the author I don't know how to say it correctly but it's Daphne du Maurier d-u-m-a-u-r-i-e-r and i think it's french (laughs) sounds right so and it was in 1938 is when she wrote it and according to her biographer the author wanted quote unquote an exploration of the relationship between a man who is powerful and a woman who is not unquote which is like really what it's about it's like Mm -hmm. he's super rich he has all this you know power in the community he's well known um and she's a nobody and i was a little i was getting frustrated because it's like when you marry somebody shouldn't you kind of be on more like equal playing fields and it never felt like they were because he just has the money and i'm like look just because somebody makes more money doesn't mean they get to decide everything until the end of time you know? Yeah, well, and it didn't help that he had so much money that obviously the estate he lived at had a bunch of staff. Right. So then they're all used to the old wife. And so they're, they have this new girl come in who they probably would maybe think she's just in it for the money or she's not the, you know, person that they've grown to love who passed away. Right. So that's some hard shoes to fill. Oh, some big old shoes to fill. And Lily James, I mean, she tried. She tried real hard. Yeah. Oh, did you notice that she doesn't? <laughs> They don't give her a name. Her name is Mrs. De Winter. Is that what it was? And yeah, like, which is his last name. His last name. She does. They never give her a first name, which is just more of like you're totally defined by who you married. That's it. Oh wow. Yeah. So like I thought that was interesting, and so some of it really kind of made me want to actually maybe go read the book. Like <laughs> I would. I would understand that if I read books, I would totally do that. But like maybe yeah. the audiobook. <laughs> Kelsey does not read books. But um, so okay, this is something else I wanted to do. So Hitchcock made this movie as well. Alfred Hitchcock, you know who he is. He's a big mm-hmm. deal. And yeah. he actually, the film actually won Best Picture at the Oscars, and it's his only best picture out of all of his movies. So I will probably go back and watch that one and see like. I'd- yeah I'd be down to do that because his movies are so cool just kind of anyway um but like it it was also an interesting enough story that even though I was like I could tell I was missing things so I kind of want to read the book like and you never know I might just you know (laughs) do it do it and I also might get the the audiobook because I also love a good audiobook I just it just depends on what mood I'm in sometimes I want to read actually read with my eyes sometimes I want to read with my ears and that's okay yeah I'm way more auditory <laughs> no I know and now that I don't drive as much since I'm not driving into work every day I'm not spending as much time in the car 
Um, I'm not listening to as much, but, um, you know, but I still do, but yeah. So, so like, I liked it medium and it's very beautiful, you know, and army hammer, he is so hot. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) And okay. Another thing I was thinking, because he kind of hits all the, um, hotness factors for me because he's really tall and he's just hot. And then, so those are the two main ones. But the third one, he's got that <laughs> nice, deep voice. He's got a very distinctive, like, deep man voice. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, him hot. And, you know, because I've always liked him, but, like, I really loved him after Call Me By Your Name. And oh, that, that movie. Oh, so, oh, like, break your heart. Just break it in two. But, like, I also started reading that book, and it was, like, so beautifully written. But I bought the book and I and I bought the audiobook. And like Army Hammer actually reads the audiobook. So that it's was like, so smart of them. Yes, so good. And he has such a good audiobook voice. Like, oh, it's so good. So I just like him, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I can't tell at all. <laughs> I just like him, him hot. And um, yeah, so him is. him is. So remember, and I was and like whenever and call me by your name and he's like i'm like who wouldn't fall in love with army hammer during the summer in italy and you're like uh me (laughs) (laughs) yeah this girl right here that was back in our in our video days anyway so do you have anything else you want to say about it no that's about it hit everything i mean i wouldn't watch it again but it was interesting and like you said it was beautiful i liked the house and like all the scenery and everything mm-hmm. yeah and the Lily house. james is super cute oh yeah she's beautiful and she's always just she's a really good actress and she's yeah. interesting to watch and she's young um and the the like the paparazzi are still freaking out about her and the guy from the affair and i don't really get it i don't think it's a thing stop trying to make it a thing it's yeah not it's a thing. not gonna seem it's yeah i'm like it's i can't not, even talk it's not it's, gonna blah, blah, blah. it's not fetch okay yeah. but stop so trying to make fetch happen it's not gonna happen <laughs> so um i have a few pop cults um so of course I have been jamming nonstop to the new Ariana Grande CD. Did you see that she <laughs> one? Oh, no, it's you're so gonna good. Run, you're gonna run this category because I don't even know what's <laughs> happening in pop culture. Okay, so no. yeah, so I'm listening too. Tell me, tell me what's happening in our world. Okay, let me just tell you what's going on. So Ariana Grande has a new album. Um, I forget what it's called. I, I did know that actually. Give me, yeah, okay. I didn't I like, know that, but I have not give, listened to it. Okay, let's give you a little credit credit because it's pretty big news. But like my favorite thing, I just think it's so funny. One of the songs is called 34 plus 35. And like, what does that equal? Ah, <laughs> and I was 67. Like, just kidding. 69. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I was like, uh, Kelsey? No, I was like, <laughs> the wordplay. I was just like, I just love her stuff. Um, and she's just like girl power. I love her. There's also a new Sam Smith album, which I've totally been rocking to that too. And I was thinking, Ooh, I love him. I love his voice. And he, nobody does a good breakup song better than Sam Smith. And I will stand by that. Um, remember when we went to the concert, I was thinking we need to find this video 
and we could post it where you and I went to the concert. This was like, what, five years ago? And we made that video where you were like fake crying the whole time. <laughs> yes. Like Soup's Emotion. Oh, Soup's Emotion. Oh, and it was such a good concert. But yeah. like his voice is just so beautiful and the songs are so sad. And it was just like, oh, this is sad. It um, was. So yeah, maybe we'll try to find that and then we can post it on Sochmead. But um, yeah, totes. The other things. So Aunt Becky went to jail for two months. I think she's there right now. Which I was like, they're actually making them go to jail. I didn't think that, that would actually happen. I think they're making an example out of her. But I mean, yeah, like just take her money. You know, she doesn't necessarily like. It's not like she did anything violent or no, for like real. super dangerous. Like I think hurting her worse would be to take more of their money, if anything. But yeah. I mean, whatever. It's not like she's in real jail. She's probably in fancy jail. Oh, I'm sure. She's probably like on Orange is the New Black when that rich lady had like her own room and she had totally. like all her stuff. Yeah. Um, the I also saw that they're in production of You season three. They just started back up again after COVID, which that's going to be good. Looking forward yes. to that. Me too. Um, I've been seeing the previews for, it's called A Teacher and it has Kate Mara. Um, you know her she's been like in a bunch of stuff but it's basically where she's a young teacher and she has an affair with a student and how it like totally ruins her lives and it looks good like and it's always fascinating to me because I'm just like you know obviously nobody goes into that situation thinking that that's okay but then it's like if it's a boy who's a little more mature and a teacher who's a little still kind of young how it can just like easily happen and regardless of the consequences it just you know happens so I don't know I mean that I guess I say it hasn't happened in a while I'm sure it happens all the time but oh for sure um bad it, stuff yeah people don't do that just that is an JK yeah. um <laughs> life guide like we'll just give out some lifestyle tips yeah like don't, don't do that be a pedophile <laughs> i'm like yeah that's ew um and then yeah so i don't have any more pop culture but i do have what i've been watching you have some stuff right what have you been up to um mine will probably be way shorter than yours because i've been watching of course the office and impractical jokers and Shit's creek like every night but of course um i actually started so I've started this a couple times and for some reason did not keep watching it and now I'm continuing watching it and really like it Mindhunter oh you never got into Mindhunter you know I I was into it I remember but somehow fell off and like forgot about it or just didn't go back which I don't know how because now I am super into it it's a very it's like a big time slow burn like it's there's not a lot of ton of action in every episode but it like once it gets going it's good yeah it's really good and I love Jonathan Groff and oh I love him he can do anything really yeah he really can and yeah they're they have a new season coming out uh, well, not, I don't know, like there is plans for another season. I don't know if they're in production, probably not. But like, I love how they do all that BTK stuff, how like they're always showing those little clips of that dude. Because do you know the story of that guy, BTK? Like, bind, torture, kill or kill. whatever. Like, yeah. I could give you a full history lesson on him because I'm one of those weirdos who's into true crime. Like, I won't, but. Oh, it's not weird. <laughs> 
it's like no and he is actually the reason i think that that they really highlight him is because he is one of the most fascinating not because of really what he did but how he like had a completely normal family life at home he was like a deacon in his church he was well known in the community he um and then also he like took breaks like he would like do stuff and kill people for like five years and then for 10 years they would have nothing so they like they were able to study him like so differently because he was not like any other serial killers that ever were so I mean obviously and the things he did is horrible and like I've listened to a lot of um, podcasts and stuff watch a lot of videos where like because he has a family and his daughter like just within the last like couple of years has come out and like wrote a book about having him as a dad and then all of that stuff going down when he got caught and that is so fascinating to me I'm always just how would you even deal with that for real like all of a sudden like literally it was like all of a sudden the cops are knocking on her door and she's like yeah what's going on and they're like um yeah your dad's a serial killer and he's on his way to jail and she's like uh what 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 (laughs) uh what wt yeah so I like it's it's really interesting and she was saying like um you know because they recently caught the golden state killer and he actually I think just started his sentence he's never getting out of jail plus he's an old man but like he has a family like that too like he has daughters Mm -hmm. and grandchildren and like obviously the the daughter of BTK was like you have to get to a point where like you're ready to talk about it and like for her it took 10 years so she's like within you know who knows when golden state killers family might come out and start talking about what it was like because imagine trying to deal with that if that was your dad no yeah i know that's crazy and that's why they like to hunt their minds because it is so fascinating that is exactly of course absolutely terrible what they do but it's like what caused them to do that why do they have that urge or that you know drive and oh, it is gosh. very fascinating. Oh, super fascinating. And yeah, because they're, they're always talking about nature versus nurture. It's like, you know, like Ted Bundy, he did have not a great upbringing and he did not have a lot of nurture, nurturing when he mm-hmm. was going Same up. with like and Charles Manson. And like yeah, that. like exactly. But then like guys like BTK, like he had a pretty normal life. Like there were no red flags or anything. And he was like obsessed with, like dressing up as women and then he would go tie them up and like he would tie up the whole family and he like it was in Kansas City wasn't it I don't remember and uh, again we're going off on a whole tangent but like for a long time I think it was Kansas City for a long time people would walk in their house and pick up the phone and make sure that there was a dial tone because if there wasn't (gasps) that meant the that meant the thing had the cord had gotten cut and that BTK was there that gave me chills that's terrifying yes. oh like a, i'd be shitting my pants every day and then i pick I up know. the phone imagine living like that and that was like that for like 20 years because he would come out and then not do anything for years like it's really fascinating <laughs> i'd move far away uh yeah me too for real and another thing i always hate this but like he also would always say there was some survivors like kids that didn't actually die and it was like they said that he um like he told the the parents and all the people that ended up dying, like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to tie you up 
and do some stuff and and steal some stuff and i'm gonna let you go and then he would like keep them there for like eight hours and torture them and they would just like deal with it because they thought he was gonna let them go and then he killed them anyway oh (laughs) i know it's so it's just like i could go i could go on and on but i would say that like btk is one that fascinates me the most for sure so maybe we should start a segment about true crime oh (laughs) oh maybe it should i mean i could go off like (laughs) pick pick a killer each week i know right oh my gosh they're so yeah um yeah like i feel like i actually would sit down and read a book about about him like there's plenty like ted bundy was just a douche you know and like but like he was interesting too because he was so attractive you know he did look like a total weirdo anyway there's your true crime update for the day go watch mindhunter because mindhunter is good (laughs) the bottom line is they're they're kind of always in the background tracking btk like and so I don't know what season he's going to come out in. I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really good. And I'm definitely into it. Okay. Um, and that's I, like all I've been watching. So your turn. I've been watching. I wasn't watching Impractical Jokers the night of the election because I was like, I can't sit and watch this. And I, I sat and watched two episodes and I was like dying laughing. So I was like, why don't I watch the show more? It's so funny. We rewatch and- it daily. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and then I, I uh, pulled up old Unsolved Mysteries on um, Hulu, because remember how I said if they had 100 episodes, I would watch 100 episodes of the new ones on Netflix. And so mm-hmm. I pulled up the old ones because I was like, oh, these are the old ones. So I can probably give it a goog and find out if the person was ever caught. And like all the ones I've seen, like the person was basically caught after Unsolved Mysteries aired. I mean, it was from the 80s, so it was a long time ago. They, they should do a show about the person getting caught now and interview like the people, like the, age, oh, the yeah. FBI agents or whatever, or detectives who were involved in it and oh, like, totally. other people. Totally. I watched that because, you know, everyone loves like, yeah, and Unsolved Mysteries are really fascinating and interesting, but when they have a conclusion... Oh, it's yeah. very you know that closure is nice yes very nice yeah and I think like they said that um because I, I listened to the producers of the show talk about some of the old episodes they were like they used to like every now and then in an episode they would give an update like if a case had changed or something had happened that they would like give an update but they definitely didn't have like a whole episode about all the ones that they've that they've captured which would have been cool but Oh, and then the other thing, I keep forgetting to tell you this. I also have been watching season three of The Crown um, because because you said you never watched season three, right? Or season two. Oh, wait, no, I did season two have Claire Foy in it also? Yes. Okay, I've seen the first two then. I never watched season three. Okay, season three is the one that starts with Olivia Coleman, who we love. Love. And she's amazing, as usual. Um, and it's it's like that show is so well done like it's uh, it's off the charts because I always feel like it's amazing the acting is amazing the sets the clothes everything is so beautiful but I also get like a history lesson like every episode there's something interesting and I always go google it and I'm like did this actually happen and it's like yeah this actually happened so it's a really interesting way to tell like British history, I guess. Yeah, and they're doing it accurately, which is nice. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. That's what I always say. 
<laughs> yeah. Don't like mess it up. Um, but yeah, so I don't have anything other than Bachelorette. Let's go into it. I'm ready to hear your thoughts. Okay, so we have to cover two episodes because we never got to talk about last week with the whole Yosef debacle, right? Oh, yeah. Dude. And I am not, still not like the hugest fan of Claire. I don't like the way she's handled most things, but she did handle Yosef pretty well. I was like, you go, girl. He was such a douche. And I was like, is he just trying to be a jerk to get more airtime? Like, he went way overboard it was so ridiculous yeah maybe partially it was that because obviously they were painting him to be the villain and I think he was okay with that yeah um but you know they didn't make him say the stuff that he said and he just took it way too far to the point where it it wasn't even like he was a villain anymore it's just like I don't even want to see you on my screen right he's just an idiot he's just yeah. an idiot and which I think the best thing they ever did was they put him in the limo and then we never saw him again they didn't even show him like talking in the limo or anything I was like dude nobody cares what you have to say obviously, yeah and I hope that jerk. I hope that they don't bring him to paradise because obviously he's gonna stir up drama which of course they're gonna look for and they probably love and I'm sure he'll be there but I just just giving any guy like that the gratification of like that he won in any way is what frustrates me. I'd rather him just disappear, you know, and just not get the fame that he's probably seeking. Yeah. And I, I think like, I know that they would want the drama on bachelor in paradise, but like his stuff is a little too far. Like whenever they brought villains back in the past, it's kind of like they were just not really getting along with the other girls or, or guys in the house this was mm-hmm. like he was just a straight up dick to the bachelorette like he was mm-hmm. like he's almost like a chad was that that guy's name who was just yeah and remember he like got so drunk he pooped his pants the first night of bachelor in paradise or something right and then he went and, home, right yeah and you know now chad's like famous on only fans the porn instagram what <laughs> yes yeah i heard him on the i don't get it podcast and oh I mean, God. hey, you know, you do you. Like, I do not judge people who do that because dang, they make a lot of money. No, but no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's what Chad's been up to. Wait, so, but I thought it's not, is it like only porn stuff or is it like other stuff too? Like, I thought it was kind of a mixture. I'm being totally honest here. I have not been to it and looked. I haven't either. So <laughs> I don't exactly know. I thought it was all porn stuff, but I'm probably wrong. I haven't even looked up what OnlyFans exactly means. I just know my- that he's on there. His dick's out. <laughs> yeah. My impression was that it's like um, just any content that, you know, that people would want. And I think a, a majority of it is sexual, but um, maybe not all. But that's, I mean, that's funny. That kind of makes me want to. <laughs> I know I knew that if I told you that you'd probably want to go look at it so go ahead and do that and let me know but I'm not, what's going on over there I'm not gonna pay for it that's oh that's thing. true I do think you have to pay for it you can't I don't think you can see anything unless you pay and I'm like he may, and it seemed well I don't know exactly how it worked but he seemed to be making a lot of money like he he was talking about it you know what go listen to that I don't get it episode it was a few months ago I'll find the exact one with Chad okay. from the bachelorette uh-huh yeah uh-huh okay. do it it's all right I, I will definitely do that because that is interesting to me but so anyway, anyway back to yosef yeah he was such a douche and then the thing like she handled him 
right and was like don't talk to me like that jerk but then like I just hated it it was like she was so powerful in the moment and then like five minutes later she was like Dale was just around the corner just waiting to protect me I I forget what I forget what podcast I was listening to I think it was chatty broads when they were like oh you know that Dale was probably like I don't know just sitting in there on the toilet or something like chilling and they and they ran in like Dale Dale and he like had to pull his pants up they're like we need you we need you get out here (laughs) and so he runs out and he's like I don't even like he didn't even know what was going on and then he just starts hugging her you know just like comes walking up and she's like oh here's my knight in shining armor I was like uh so you just want him to follow you around for the rest of your life in case you need backup like that's not how life works I don't know I just like I I felt that way until I I saw them now and heard them on like the bachelor happy hour podcast today and I'm totally here for their love now but I I know I'm jumping ahead so I think that Mm -hmm. I like I I feel like I could get there but I'm still a little bit like the it's not really their fault because the show rushed it so much it was like all of a sudden she's not she doesn't want to do the bachelorette and then 30 minutes later on the show they're engaged like they rushed through it so fast was like I can't even I can't even get there you know but anyway so I didn't really like that she was you know oh Dale please come rescue me then like she did so many things that I was like this is just so inconsiderate it's not considerate at all (laughs) she goes on the group date and then like takes Dale to her house or whatever and they'd like dry hump for an hour and the other guys are just sitting there like picking their nose so yes I know and they talked about this on the podcast I listened to today too because Rachel and Becca were like how come you guys didn't like go back out there and they were both like but specifically Claire was like normally production will send someone in or she didn't say production specifically but she said someone will interrupt like you're always like sent to interrupt and she said no one was coming to interrupt basically no but okay how could they come interrupt because she took him to her apartment nobody else knew where it was yeah they also did mention that but anyway I think they they were just so infatuated with each other which just doesn't make for a good show because obviously (laughs) the guys are sitting there confused but I just felt so bad for those guys. Like they give up their life. They give up everything, their families back home, their jobs to come try to be on the show with her. And she's Mm -hmm. just got them sitting out there drinking their drinks. And (laughs) I know I get it. And I'm going to sound so cheesy and stupid because I obviously we love that show. And so we do feel bad for the guys, but like, I just imagine if like Angela were there and then I get so infatuated with her, you know, I'm probably, it's going to be hard. Like I'm going to do my best to, you know, maybe continue the show a little bit, but at the same time, like I can imagine her just having him in the back of her head the entire time. And I know other bachelorettes have said the same, Yeah. like, but I think that Claire's personality, she just wasn't she can't she can't fake it and honestly i would be the same way which is why i would never be the bachelorette which is i know why yeah i'll be yet like that's why we haven't gone on that's why i'm not the bachelorette because i would be the same (laughs) way obviously but (laughs) but like i don't know i was it was just it just seemed so high school to me that they like Mm -hmm. not only were they like he kept coming to like 
he kept coming to grab her. He even came back like after he left one time and she was like, oh, did you want to like chat some more? Like it was just so high school. Like it was like, I just want to sit here and make out with you. I'm like, okay, are you 14 years old? Like, and I get it, <laughs> a big part of it, but it's like, they didn't even show them like having conversations about things. Like to us, it just seemed like at that point, all they had done was make out. And then the yeah. next episode, they're engaged. I don't know. For sure. No, the engagement was definitely rushed. It's already rushed enough on that show when they've only yeah. known each other for seven weeks, much yeah. less two weeks or whatever, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, and I had, yeah, I listened to the Almost Famous before we got on, and Chris Harrison said it had, it had been like 10 to 14 days since the beginning, Jeez. which I was like, but then remember, like, did you, I think that they have that precedent because- Claire's parents and Dale's parents both like met and were married or engaged within like a really short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just thought that that's normal. I don't know. But well, this, yeah, and that's why I'm not as annoyed by it now because I feel like we're kind of getting to know him. We might not get to know him much anymore since they're off now, obviously. But I just, I kind of judged him and assumed he was going to be like most guys where he probably was mainly on for the Instagram followers. And then was like, oh, crap, you know, but it seems like they are actually still happy today, which is the part that I was shocked by. Right. I do feel better, like hearing some of that today. I didn't see all of the stuff with them today, like coming out. Like, I think they were on Good Morning America and everything. I didn't see much of it, but like they do seem to still be happy because last night I was like, there's totally a chance that they're still not together, that they're not still together. Like it's possible because it could just so easily have gone either way. But, um, oh, and then, like, okay, the other thing I just absolutely hated was, like, the whole date with that guy, Zach, and the awkward kiss. Like, oh, I, yeah, we haven't talked about that. That was so it was awkward. so awkward. And, like, like, I wrote down, the whole date is unimportant until the attempted kiss, right? Everything was, mm-hmm. like, going fine. And then she, like, leans in for a kiss, and she leans in, like, 95%. And then he's, I think he's just kind of surprised because she kind of came in fast. Totally. But he was standing there kind of starting to pucker. Like she seemed like she was going to go the whole way. So in his defense, you know, then she pulls back and is like, oh, well, that's awkward. And she he's handled like, wait, it what? So weird. She handled she did, it so weird. And then, and then he freaked out and kind yes. of grabbed her, which right. he should not have done either. And then kind of grabbed no. her again and again. Right. But I know he was honestly, you could tell that he was just kind of like, no, 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 wait, 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 it wasn't me. And it's true, right. it wasn't him. But- right, he was just like trying, he was, I think he was just so shocked by her reaction. And I almost feel like, you know, she was leaning in and she was just going like, okay, this is weird. And I don't even really want to kiss him anyway. And then it yeah. all just went off the rails because she's like, I only want to kiss Dale. And I just, I'm just glad that there hasn't been a lot of like, kickback on him I was thinking that people were going to be all over him for like triggering triggering her for grabbing her and stuff but Mm -hmm. it was very clearly like super awk I mean really the whole thing got more awkward after that and he did not know how to react because her reaction was so weird and then like I felt bad for her that she's triggered but it just goes back to the whole thing she's got a lot of trauma in her past like yeah well not only I feel like that would have even and I can only imagine especially if you've been in an abusive relationship because I have not luckily but like I feel like I would have even been triggered by that like dude quit grabbing me clearly I don't want to kiss you now you know what I mean 
Right. For, no, I definitely would too. I'd be like, don't grab me. But like at the same time, he'd be like, well, do you want to kiss me or not? He's like, which is it? If you're going to lean yeah. all the way in, you know, like she was just really giving him mixed mm-hmm. signals, I think. And I that's true. Bad. And then the worst, the worst part out of the whole entire thing was that she never even talked to him after that. She just sent him home. Mm-hmm. I was like, at least sit down and have a conversation and be like, I know that you weren't trying to make me feel that way but that's how I felt and but it was like I think that she just knew she wouldn't know what to say besides I love Dale yeah and I, I just chalk it up to the fact that like she probably felt like it wasn't even worth it to talk to him she didn't want him there she was frustrated by the way that he reacted she knew that it was her fault probably yeah for you know leaning in and realizing she didn't want to kiss him but she's not going to go say that to him like yeah. I I kind of get why she just had Chris go in and although that is kind of the easy way out but it's it is the easy way out and like she it could have easily turned into like people were hating on him and thinking that he was like an abusive boyfriend um and especially because she kind of made it like for all we know she was scared to death to go in there and talk to him again like she was scared yeah. of him or something. Yeah. And I'm like, this is national TV. Like you can't just leave somebody hanging like that. And I don't know. I just felt, I felt really bad. I just felt really bad for him. Um, yeah, it was so weird. And then um, it was, he was a little overly aggressive. Then the roast date. I could not believe her behavior on this date, Kelsey. I was like, and this is where it starts getting like, okay, this is so obviously she's done with this. Like Mm -hmm. when they start doing the whole roast thing and like all the guys are saying stuff like, oh, Dale, when do you think Claire's going to realize that you're really not all that into her and her face? It's like, like, yeah, immediately. And I was, it was like, she put all of her eggs in one basket at this point, I think already at this point. And then, you know, she's getting, then she's getting like all but hurt about the guys it's like you're paying this guy all this attention and giving him all this extra time we're not getting any of that so we're just gonna make fun of him like what did she expect yeah but but then by far the worst thing the most high school thing i think i've ever seen on any show she spent every single minute with all of the guys (laughs) saying so what did you mean when you said that Dale wasn't that into me? Like she talked about him. The yeah. Time. E- even when one of the guys was like, you know, I'm not here to talk about other guys or something. She was like, look, what do you think he meant? But, yes. you know, like multiple yeah. guys tried to change the subject and be like, I'm more interested in me and you. And she would not let it go. And I was like this. It just seems so high school to me. I was like, and especially for quote unquote, the oldest bachelorette to behave that way. I was like, well, and again, I'm such a skeptic now because I watched the show knowing how much it's produced. Yeah. So I'm like, she probably did ask a few of them about Dale. And then they shoot, put those clips together and like made it seem like she was asking every guy. Yeah. But didn't the guys kind of like when they were all sitting together, didn't they kind of say something about how like all she talked about was Dale? Like I Yeah. Felt- and I'm sure that she did. And they probably did actually say that. But I'm sure the producers were like, Hey guys, talk about how she's always talking about Dale. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, you're, I don't know. you're so right. I'm so I'm so annoying to talk to about this show, show now because <laughs> I I don't go off of just the, what we watch. I'm like, no, but this is probably happening behind the scenes. No, and you're so right because it is produced. They don't like say 
say these exact words but they're like hey guys why don't you talk about how how she was talking about delvia the entire time and well, that actually happened so then they talk about it and I, i'm gonna jump ahead again but can i get to the part where she was sitting or she finally picks dale and then goes out to tell the guys that she picked dale and yeah. they occasionally show the person who's talking but then immediately oh, yeah. when they start talking they show one of the other guys or her yes. Yes. so that you don't see their lips moving i'm right. like they they added that clip they for sure added for that sure clip. yes and you were so right because you warned me about that and you were so right it was very obviously highly edited like like, like you can tell over the most of the guys like yeah i'm sure they were a little bit upset like i did kind of waste my time but i bet you none of them really said a lot of that stuff like they you know at that point what are you gonna say she picked her guy you know, she's not going to be sit there wasting their time. Right. And so, I mean, if anything, they got like everyone's in quarantine and whatever at that point earlier this year anyway. So yeah, they got like a good vacation, even though they had to get a cute, a couple of swabs up their nose. You know? <laughs> yeah. Swabs in the brain. But yeah, I did in general did like how most of the guys handled it where they were like, look, this is like definitely not what I was hoping for, but I wish you the best and I'm so happy for you. And that was, those mostly came from guys that really hadn't had any like moments with her. Um, some of the guys that were really into her were pretty bummed Ola. Like they were sad. Um, oh yeah. Which I was like, I kind of get that too, but like, I just couldn't get past. And this is what I kept comparing it to. I'm like, if Hannah Brown was in this situation, she would have handled it so differently like because okay she wants to go dry hump with dale during the whole date that's totally fine obviously physical chemistry is important but like remember on hannah brown season when she went in the fantasy suit with tyler cameron and she was like i just want to like talk or i don't know exactly how she put it but she, she said like i already know that we have that physical chemistry exactly because like that's one aspect of a relationship and she was like mm -hmm. so we're gonna talk and like just be together and find out more things that we don't already know like we know we have the physical chemistry and then remember the next morning she was like no guy has ever respected me as much as he did last night like he was mm -hmm. so respectful because you know when you have that chemistry with somebody and of course it's fun to like partake in it but like that's not the only thing and I just mm -hmm. like I was just getting so frustrated that it's like, yeah, okay, you like dry humping Dale. I get it. Mm -hmm. But like, there's way more to a relationship than that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like she got really lucky that while mostly, you know, the physical stuff was obviously there, but he did end up being an actual really good guy. Who seems like it. Seems like he also loves her just as much. You know, so, I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, I hope that they work out, of course. I hope that they do too. I was so Chris Harrison was on the almost famous podcast and they were asking him all about how all of that went down. And cause he was saying like, look, it's obviously it's never happened before. He didn't say exactly when they brought Tasha in, but like, because she had to quarantine too. So like, they were like, she was already there once we were like, once Dale and Claire had their little overnight sex sesh you know <laughs> like, yeah once they had their little overnight like Tasha was already there um but he was like you know I I went and talked to Dale and they didn't show this but Dale was like I'm totally ready to propose I'm in love with mm -hmm. this girl and that he was really super in like super happy super excited 
And so, so he just, you know, he was like, we've never gone through this. He was talking about, it took, it was a lot on production to like go through the whole switch. You know, he was like, we, we gave them that date and the dinner and the overnight thing to really like hash everything out to see, you know, before mm-hmm. she full on decided to like leave or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. So the, the 20 other guys are just like picking their nose in their hotel rooms, like just wondering what's going on. I just feel bad for them the whole time. Totally. And you know, I don't know if they're going to end up bringing any more guys back. It seems like they're just going to go ahead with the 16 that they have. No, I've heard, I think that they're bringing at least four, maybe five in more. Okay, cool. More guys. And I don't know if they're new guys or like ones. That I don't just... think it's, it's as from what I've heard, it's guys we have not seen before. Really? Yeah. So not the guys from Claire season that already went home. Right. And that's what, that's what um, Ashley was saying on um, almost famous is how like, it'll probably be interesting and drama whenever these new guys come in, because obviously the guys that are already there, they're like BFFs. They're all like, they've been through some major stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're growing out big time. And like, they seem to all be really getting along. So that'll probably be some drama when they bring some new people in. But um I'm ready. I'm ready for Tasha. Like I am I'm here for it. And I think that Tasha will handle things totally differently than Claire. Um and and again, I don't I'm not like necessarily Claire's like biggest fan, but I think that she's, you know, she was there for love and she thinks she found it and she was she did it her own way, which she gotta kind of respect that. So totally, you know, I'm like. Ugh, I really hope my fingers are crossed for you, sister. But like, I don't know. Yeah, the last thing I was gonna say, because um, we were talking about like bringing new guys in, is I feel bad for the guys like Zach, that awkward kiss at the end, who went home just right. before Claire leaves with Dale. So it's like he just barely missed being able to stay on the show for sure, you know? for sure. Um, and like maybe they'll give those guys like another chance. Like you know what wouldn't surprise me is like whenever they have the next bachelorette season where they like give them a spot to try again or maybe bachelor in paradise like that's what i was gonna say i bet i could see a couple of them in paradise i could see that because remember like some of those guys seemed really um cool the ones that she had sent home already from rose ceremonies like blake with the tattoos he seemed really cute um and, you know, so I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see for sure. And they tried to make it look like Tasha was being a little insecure. And I was like, oh, don't be insecure where she's like, I don't want to be second best to these guys. But I'm like, they're just teasing drama. Tasha's not going to handle it that way. She is she is secure in herself. Yeah, I'm excited to see her season and how everything plays out. It's going to be good. We're going to oh, be there every week. That's right. And we're not going to lie to you. No spoilers, but we have looked at the spoilers. So we know, we know whatever some spoiler websites think at this point, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it changes and we're never going to give any spoilers. Um, But yeah, I was like, oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, that's all that we'll say because we can't, (laughs) can't give anything away. But we do, let me just say, we, we look at all the spoilers Mm -hmm. and we still watch it every week and love it. 
it's it doesn't ruin anything if anything no. we get to kind of see her connection with the other guys and the right one that she so happens to pick and whatever for um, sure no i yeah. really feel like it adds because then you like know which people to watch and when mm. you're when you're watching them because they always try to hide them in the first couple episodes you never see them very mm. much at the beginning usually um but yeah and i was like i guess we haven't really talked about what we're gonna watch for next week do you have any ideas i don't we're gonna have to talk we're gonna see each other in person tomorrow so maybe we can talk about it then oh we but, are but you know what um there's you have some ideas that's coming out yes in the theaters it looks really good it's called let him go i think and it has diane lane and kevin costner about where they're like trying to get custody of their grandson or something Ooh. have you seen the trailer no it looks really good it, it's like it's like their son dies and the kid goes the, their grandson goes off with the mom and like the mom has a really crazy family and they're trying to get him away from them and it looks kind of like you know the legal stuff isn't working so they're trying to just like take it i don't know it looks Ooh. really dramatic yeah that sounds suspenseful it does it looks really good i would like to see that and i love diane lane so she's she's really good so maybe we'll see that we would have to go to theaters though it's not oh not um it's not streaming um because our aunt diane who lives with me was saying she wants to see it and she was hoping that it was going to be streaming today but it's not and i said if it doesn't make that much money in the theaters over the weekend they'll put it on streaming so just give it some time <laughs> yeah yeah i'd be down to i mean I'll, I'll go see it in theaters you know yeah um, and but otherwise I, we can do it in a couple weeks yeah for sure and the other thing and maybe you don't have to do it for this week but another thing that i really want you to watch i want you to watch the first after movie remember those ones that i was telling you oh about? Yes, yes i really okay. think that you'll i would really like to hear your pen so um and it's on where did i watch it it's either on like hulu i think it's on netflix and it's just called after so okay. like watch it and i just want to hear what you think i will totes do that Okay, so do I have anything else? Oh, I have three. I have three movie quotes. Oh, um, okay. That I'll give you, and you can guess. Okay. So we'll start with the first one. Okay, start with number one. Let's do it. There's no way we're getting out of here tonight. We'd have more luck playing pickup sticks with our butt cheeks than we will getting out of here before daybreak. I just watched this the other night. <laughs> trains and automobiles <laughs> yes starting to get with the thanksgiving theme yes oh that is the one thanksgiving movie i have to watch every year and it's so good <laughs> okay and here's the other one well i have three maybe i'll give you the third one too okay. um did anyone ask me how my fist felt after punching that iron like jaw that baby <laughs> what was that movie called is it called the candidate or i can't give that to you but you're, okay. you know what it is you're i know it's the a right thing. movie was that galifianakis yeah and he punches the baby in the jaw i can't remember because it's, it's a man and give it it's worth a google <laughs> yeah give it a google it's worth a google what is the movie called the campaign the campaign i, was I felt like i felt like that was you know appropriate for the time <laughs> for the week that this is yeah i was gonna say i watched planes trains and automobiles the night of the election because i was like i can't i can't do this 
Yeah, I mean, with the election that's still going on. Um, okay, yeah. and then the last one. <laughs> Tell her that you love her. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll always regret it if you don't. Ah. Uh, um, that's like a seems a little too broad. <laughs> Tell her that you love her. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll always regret it if you don't. That probably didn't help at all. I'll give you a hint of who says it, okay? Okay. I will find you, and I will kill you. Good luck. Who says that? I will. Liam Neeson? Yes. Oh, is it love, actually? <gasps> yes! <laughs> <laughs> I got you there, eventually. You did. I know. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my theme this week for the quotes was, you know, uh, a Thanksgiving one, because it's November now, and an election week. And then also getting excited for Christmas season. So oh, very good. Okay. I know. And we need do we want to say like the first movie that we want to do like a deep dive on for Christmas? Sure. What do you want to do? I don't <laughs> like, know. I was gonna say, like, what do you want to do? I mean, okay. I'll tell you the ones that I'd be interested in doing. Okay. Um, Christmas vacation. Um, Obvi. I mean, if you don't follow us on Instagram at movie critics JK. Um, you yeah. should go do that now because you'll see our <laughs> epic Halloween costume. Um, um, yeah, which we won third place for at my work costume contest, which was virtual. Ooh, ah! Ooh, ah! We won 50 bucks. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one for sure. Um, I'd like to do maybe Home Alone. Maybe we can do Home Alone 1 and 2 in one episode. Oh, oh yeah, that would be good. I'd like to do Elf. Elf is good um I I'm fine with either of those I would say like just like pick one and it'll be the first one and we'll say we could do it like the week of Thanksgiving or something let's do let's do Christmas vacation first since that was our Halloween costume okay sounds good and so we're just gonna do like a big old deep dive and we're gonna find some fun facties some Jackie facties and some Kelsey facties <laughs> doesn't it doesn't flow as well as Jackie no Facties. Jackie Facties is just the best sorry so <laughs> Kelsey Felsies Kelsey Falsies yeah that's that's weird um no so... yeah <laughs> I know and it's I funny said, I said Felsies like it totally rhymed but Felsie Fels it doesn't mean anything so <laughs> well neither does Facties <laughs> <laughs> that's true you know they're just words they don't control us and it's funny, Shoot. I was talking to somebody about something that we've talked about and I was even in our family and I was like, well, if you had listened to our podcast, you would know, but <laughs> <laughs> giving them attitude like, oh, wow. And they were like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, so we'll, we'll concentrate on Christmas vacation and you just never know what we might come up with for next week. Yeah, yeah, so you never know. So follow us, subscribe <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. That's right. And I'm going to try to find that Sam Smith video so you can post it because it's pretty funny. It's pretty epic. It, it was pretty epic, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Yes, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, are we done? I'm done. I'm done. All right. One, two, three. Kevin!